Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi and welcome to this episode. There's been a lot of talk lately about interest rates going up, uh, inflation, and just generally concern about um, what banks are going to do with um, interest rates that the RBA has increased. I think because we're not used to interest rate rises, we haven't had one in about 11 years, um, it's, it's created a certain degree of panic and a lot of attention. Um, what the Reserve Bank is, is trying to do is to curb the inflation that's happening and to pull back the rising cost of goods and housing. The panic is, in my opinion, not necessary just in relation to interest rates. However, um, inflation is officially sitting at 5.1%, although the real rate that we are feeling in our family budgets is likely higher, especially for certain things like fuel. We've all noticed that's gone up at least 30% and it's fluctuating quite dramatically at the moment. The cost of, or the increase in rising costs of things is, is an issue that will impact all of us. Um, and more so than just interest rates, I believe there's also a housing crisis with the cost of rentals having been a problem even before the rate rise. And now it's likely landlords will increase even more to cover the cost of their repayments even though there's probably other areas that are actually going to impact them even more financially. So what can we do about it? And what is the best way to be prepared for further interest rate rises and also overall inflation and increased cost of living? Well, it's going to sound quite simple, and that's, that's what we do here at Money Made Simple, is you need to know what you are spending your money on. Where, where is it going? Um, are you sort of maximizing it as much as you possibly can? And so to review um, your spending and to make changes where needed. And right now, especially, the cost of lack of awareness or ignorance is actually really high. So it's worth spending some time and attention on. So rather than just concentrating on the problem of rising interest rates, my bigger concern is the rising cost of other things as well. But let's just take a quick look at the interest rates first. Now, this, this latest increase was 0.25%. It's likely not going to be the last increase to come. Um, there's that broader discussion on the cost of everything. And the area of most concern would be, would be housing. Uh, and the interest rates will impact this as well. But there are a few things that you can try to do to reduce the impact of the rising interest rates, and um, which will impact the repayments that you're paying for um, home loans. Firstly, you can shop around. Um, there is a lot of competition in the mortgage market and a lot of variability in the interest rates that are charged. Typically, the larger banks charge higher interest rates and they often say there are more inclusions in their loan and of course there's a lot more potentially personalized service, which of course you pay for. Uh, and a lot of the inclusions are things that you don't really need anyway. I remember when my husband and I were looking at the loan for our home, um, a mortgage broker offered us a 10-way a split loan. 
Um, you know, you could have a car on one part of the split. You could get a boat on another one. And I was like, well, we already have a car and a boat. I don't need anything else. I just want no frills loan I, for, for us. And for me in particular, the the main focus was the interest rate. So we went for a non-bank. Um, we went for another financial institution. The lowest possible loan um, interest rate we could find um, the simplest structure, no extra fees um, beyond just the setup fee, and that was that was the focus for me. So I would, if this is an issue for you as well, I would I would suggest looking at the same sort of thing. Um, now the second thing that you can do is to actually consolidate your personal debt under your home loan debt sort of umbrella or account, because um, the interest rates, even though they're rising for home loans they still are going to be much lower than the interest rate on personal loans. So you can reduce your overall debt spend, so your repayments, by consolidating them all if that's available to you and pay a lower interest rate for those overall items. Then, this is important, cut those cards up or close those personal loan accounts, including buy now, pay later, because they're way too easy to, to get hold of, and don't use them again. Remove the temptation so you don't go back to where you were. So from a personal budgeting point of view, the shopping around concept will still apply. When it comes to power providers, my husband is constantly shopping around for a better deal. It's amazing the variety out there and what you can save. Competition is pretty strong and there are a lot of providers, so it's worth doing some research and checking out some of those comparison websites to see what's available in terms of power bills and what you can reduce your spend on. The same thing goes for insurances. I'll give you an example of a recent experience I had. I rang my insurance provider and I have home insurance, contents insurance and car insurance with this provider. And I have to admit, it annoys me a bit when I see companies advertising special deals for new customers. What about your loyal existing customers, the ones that actually pay your salaries? Uh, and this is exactly what I said when I rang up my insurance company and spoke to them. I asked for a customer loyalty discount. It would save me going elsewhere and going through all of that work of setting up those new policies somewhere else. And it also saves the insurance company the overhead involved with looking for new customers. And most companies want you to stay. It just makes business sense. So we reviewed my policies, made some slight increases in the excesses that I had. They gave me a loyalty discount and also another discount for having three policies with them, which I also asked for. It was a 30-minute conversation and I saved just over $700. So the lesson here is if you don't ask, you don't get. And all they can do is say no. And if they do, you are no worse off. Now, when it comes to groceries, trying to limit food waste is probably one way to save money. I know that's a hard thing in any household and I experience that too. I throw away way too much food. It's not just the money that I feel like we're throwing away, it's also the waste of the food itself. So I'm constantly eating leftovers in the fridge. I do realize this is a harder problem to solve though, but it's always something to strive for. And in terms of your weekly shop and the things that you buy, there are lower cost supermarkets like Aldi. Then you could also shop um, with what's on sale in catalogs at the various supermarkets. You can shop online, and this is a great way to stay within your budget. It's a lot easier to budget when you're able to see what your total spend is. When I, go to, when I actually physically go to the supermarket, I always come back with extra things. 
Sometimes it's things that I see that are on sale that I know I'm going to need in the not too distant future and I think, oh, I'll get it now while it's on sale. But then there are also impulse buys, which I'll just throw in the shopping trolley and it's quite often things that aren't really necessary and aren't really enjoyed or used anyway. So a way to combat that is to do your grocery shopping online and either do delivery or I tend to choose click and collect because then I don't have to pay for delivery. At the crux of it, being more organized and having more of an overarching plan for your money, which you could turn into a budget if you want, or at least buckets of money for certain things is the best way to save money. Making things simpler by consolidating expenses as much as possible, reviewing things regularly and being actually on top of your finances. This is instead of letting things go and you have no real idea or control over where you're spending money. It may seem like a lot of work and to start with it is, but it is worth it.